Welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat, the podcast where we take animals you see every day, animals you've heard of, and animals you didn't know existed, and break them down in a single episode. Our goal as animal lovers is to spread knowledge and awareness about the creatures we share this floating rock with. We hope you learn something new. Hello and welcome to Curiosity Taught the Cat. I'm Jack. I'm Julia. And what are we talking about today? Today we are talking about the saltwater crocodile. So the saltwater crocodile has several different nicknames, including the estuarine crocodile, the Indo-Pacific crocodile, the marine crocodile, the sea crocodile, or the salty. The saltwater crocodile is native to saltwater habitats, as you might have guessed. So it is found all the way from India's east coast and southeast Asia down to northern Australia and all the islands in between, such as Malaysia, Indonesia, um, things like that. And it likes wetlands, swamps, and river deltas, um, but it also is, you know, called the sea crocodile. It can swim in the ocean jumping from these places. And then getting into what the saltwater crocodile looks like, uh, starting with color. So young saltwater crocodiles are like a pale yellow in color, and they have stripes and spots on their bodies and tails. Uh, That type of color lasts for several years until they mature. And as they mature, they get much darker, um, and it it can be like a dark green. Uh, There can be some that are like a lighter tan or gray. And then there are also some that are like dark, dark black, as well as pretty fairly pale. And their uh, underside is like a white or yellow in color uh, for crocodiles of all ages. And they have stripes on their lower sides of their bodies, but it doesn't really extend to their bellies. And their tails are usually like a gray with darker bands on them. And then as for size, the uh, weight of the saltwater crocodiles for males is between 900 to 1,200 pounds. And for females, it is significantly smaller at 170 to 230 pounds. And then for length, males can get anywhere from 14 to 17 feet. And females can get for anywhere from 9 to 11 feet. And as for the largest one ever caught, uh, it was a male in the Philippines, and he was named Lolong. He was the largest saltwater crocodile ever caught and placed in captivity. And he was 20 feet 3 inches long and weighed 2,370 pounds. So there are a couple of characteristics about the saltwater crocodile that make it different from other crocodiles. Um, And one is that it has a wide snout compared to most crocodiles. um, And also has a longer snout compared to most crocodiles. So the base of the actual uh, snout in the head is much, much wider if you compare it to other crocodilian species similar to it. Another trait that it has is that the saltwater crocodile has a very broad body uh, similar to alligators rather than a slender, lean look uh, like other crocodile species. And I'm sure all of us have seen um, the rocky, sort of bumpy skin of alligators and crocodiles. Uh, Well, these bumps actually do have some uses. 
So they can be used as camouflage while floating in the water. Uh, it's made them to uh, help blend in in the water as well as look at like floating debris such as logs. Another one is that it is protection from predators. So these are basically extra layers of skin uh, from other predators that help protect it. And then the last one, which is recently discovered, is that they have special sensory nerves in these bumps that they believe is to help them sense movements in the water that helps them hunt. As for what the saltwater crocodile eats, um, everything. <laughs> so the saltwater crocodile is an apex predator in its area, and it can eat pretty much anything that it's able to win against in a fight. And that includes things like sharks. They will primarily eat uh, fish, though. Uh, but they can eat things such as turtles, goannas, snakes, birds, livestock, buffalo, wild boar, mud crabs. And then hatchlings and juvenile crocodiles will feed on insects, crustaceans, smaller reptiles, uh, frogs, and small fish. And then as for how the saltwater crocodile hunts, uh, it is an opportunistic hunter and is also hypercarnivorous. So that means that more than 70% of its diet is meat. So when I say it's opportunistic, that pretty much means it's an ambush hunter. So crocodiles like to conserve as much energy as possible. They do not want to expend energy. So what they will do is they will just float at the top of the water with just their eyes and nostrils exposed, and they will wait till food is close enough to snatch it, and they will either drown it or swallow it whole. And I'm sure most people have seen other, whether it be alligators or crocodiles do it, there is the infamous, the death roll that these type of reptiles do, where they get something in the water and are trying to tear it apart and drown it simultaneously simultaneously in the water and then as for what eats it uh, when a saltwater crocodile is an adult uh, nothing eats it the only thing it really has to worry about is humans um, but as juveniles uh, their predators include uh, large fish birds of prey uh, felines so think um, like um, jaguars uh, panthers stuff like that as well as other crocodiles as for mating with the saltwater crocodiles, there is some form of courtship. So both the male and female are vocal when it comes to finding a mate. Uh, so the female will ultimately determine which uh, male she will mate with. And they will do this uh, by introducing themselves and rubbing each other. Uh, they will kind of rub against their sides and f go in a circular motion. That's It's almost described as dance-like with what they do. And the female will either swim away or raise her body up to tell the male that she does want to mate with him. And as for the nest that the uh, female will actually lay her eggs in, um, they will create a nest that's about six feet wide, so it's relatively large, um, and the female does select this nesting site. And both parents will defend the nesting territory, um, which is typically on a stretch of shore, and most crocodiles nest once a year. Uh, but there have been several recorded cases of females producing every two years and also some trying to produce two broods in a single year. And also with this nest, it's mostly just made out of the mud and the vegetation of whatever shoreline that they're on. But they will also uh, create layers of leaves and other debris around the nest. Um, and this is to produce a quote unquote astonishing amount of warmth for the actual eggs. And when the female actually lays the eggs, uh, she will lay anywhere from 40 to 60 eggs um, and sometimes upward towards 90 eggs. And relative to how large the saltwater crocodiles grow to um, as adults, the eggs are very, very small. 
And with this nest, even though the female is guarding it pretty much 24-7, there is a lot of loss of eggs. And this is mostly due to flooding waters as well as other predators coming in to eat the eggs. And probably the most interesting part about this egg laying process is that the sex of the hatchlings is determined by temperature. So at 28 to 30 degrees Celsius, all the hatchlings will be female. At 30 degrees to 32 degrees Celsius, 86% are male. And at 33 degrees Celsius or more, it is predominantly female with 84% of them being female. When the saltwater crocodile uh, babies finally do hatch, they measure about 11 inches long and weigh an average of about two and a half ounces. So they are tiny. Um, and with as compared to uh, other crocodile species, or including other crocodile species, the female saltwater crocodile is very maternal. She cares a lot for her babies, which is usually unheard of for a lot of other reptiles. So she will help excavate the nest when she hears uh, the babies start to hatch. And she will even help uh, hatch some babies that are having trouble getting out of their egg. And she'll put the egg in her mouth and kind of roll it around her mouth to help out. And once all of them are out, she will then carry the hatchlings to the water in her mouth, which has been seen with several other uh, crocodile and alligator species. Uh, and she will remain with the babies for several months. Um, like Julia said, though, despite all the efforts made, uh, she will lose almost 99% of her hatchlings. Only about 1% of the hatchlings will survive to adulthood. And then th compared to other crocodiles, the saltwater crocodile hatchlings are especially aggressive to one another once they are finally in the water. Uh, this is They will start fighting almost immediately after getting to the water uh, when their mother takes them there. And then as they start to uh, grow up and mature, the young will naturally start to disperse after around eight months, and they will start to exhibit territorial behavior at around two and a half years old. And then as for lifespan being the uh, some of the largest reptiles on the planet, uh, the saltwater crocodiles will live up to 70 years, and there have even been some rare instances where we believe a crocodile has lived up to 100 years. And males will reach sexual maturity at around 16 years, while females reach sexual maturity at around 12 to 14 years. And when it comes to the social aspect of these crocodiles, unlike other crocodiles where they will share similar basking spots and eating spots, saltwater crocodiles are extremely territorial, especially males. So adult males will only share territory with females, but they will drive off and fight other rival males. And even for their large size, uh, saltwater crocodiles are among the most active of all crocodilians, spending more time uh, cruising and especially in the water. And this also includes um, the fact that they spend most of their time in the water only really going on land to bask in the sun. And there have even been times that they tend to spend sometimes weeks at sea swimming in search of land. And in some cases, barnacles have even been observed growing on crocodiles uh, just to show you the long periods of time that they spend at sea. And being sea crocodiles, they can swim extremely well. Uh, they can swim at short bursts up to 18 miles an hour uh, while they have an average cruising speed of about five miles an hour. And I'm sure most of us have heard some form of this communication with uh, 
crocodiles and alligators, they all do the similar thing that is known as hissing. Um, it's where the back of their throat, the flap will uh, open and close very fast to produce this almost hissing like noise. And then as for population size, the IUCN currently has the saltwater crocodile listed as least concern, and it's been that way since 1996. Uh, It was hunted for its skin throughout its range up to the 1970s and is threatened by illegal killing and habitat loss. Uh, And then as for human attacks, there are anywhere between 10 to 200 attacks on humans each year, but there are only one to two fatalities on average per year. And then as for conservation, in Australia, uh, they actually have full legal protection in all Australian states and territories. So that is a step to help protect this species. And with the saltwater crocodile, we do have uh, quite a bit fun facts about them. Uh, the first one is that the saltwater crocodile is the largest living reptile and crocodilian known. The next is that the largest skull of a saltwater crocodile that could be scientifically verified was a specimen uh, found in Cambodia, and its skull was about 30 inches long and 19 inches wide at its base. And they estimated that the total length of this crocodile was about 23 feet long. And the largest tooth measured from a saltwater crocodile is three and a half inches in length. And if detached from the body, the head of a very large male saltwater crocodile can reportedly weigh over 440 pounds by itself, including the muscles and tendons at the base of the skull that help give the crocodile its huge biting strength. And there was a research paper done on the morphology and physiology of saltwater crocodiles. And uh, the, that research paper estimates that the largest a saltwater crocodile could possibly get would be around 23 feet and weigh about 4,400 pounds. And that is also in today's world. Um, back even in the 17 and 1800s, they estimated that they could get much, much larger. Um, but just due to uh, the evolving world as well as its habitat and food changing, they have actually shrunken down. And similar to a lot of uh, sea creatures that utilize this, the saltwater crocodile will use ocean currents to help it travel long distances. So in Australia, 20 crocodiles were tagged with satellite transmitters. Eight of them ventured out into open ocean, and one of them traveled 370 miles along the coast in 25 days. The saltwater crocodile has the strongest bite force of any living animal with a bite force of 3,700 PSI. And just to put this into perspective, humans have a bite force of 162 PSI. And even though it has the largest bite force, uh, the muscles to open its mouth are very, very weak. Um, You can actually keep its mouth closed with just a couple layers of duct tape. Uh, Another fun fact um, about its water abilities, really, is that saltwater crocodiles are known to launch themselves straight up out of the water, and they can get almost three-fourths of their body lengths out of the water when propelling themselves. And these last couple of fun facts talks about um, the saltwater crocodile in uh, cultures where it is from. So there's one in Timor, and it is considered holy, actually. And according to the legend, the island was formed by a giant crocodile. And the and the Papuan people have a similar legend um, that 
says that the crocodile was described as a relative, which was normally a father or a grandfather. And according to the mythology of indigenous Australians, the saltwater crocodile was actually banished from the freshwater before becoming full of bad spirits and growing too large, unlike the freshwater crocodile. And the Larakia people themselves think they are crocodile descendants and re uh, regard it as their totem. And they respect crocodiles as protectors of harbors and never have they ever eaten crocodile meat. Thank you for listening on our episode about the saltwater crocodile. Tune in next week where we'll be talking about the colacanth. I'd also like to thank my friend, the musical artist known as Shades, for creating this amazing intro and outro for this podcast. I highly recommend checking out his other work.